Announcement. The revolution will not be televised. I repeat, the hemp revolution will not be televised. Welcome to the Hemp Revolution Podcast, the global hotspot for the buzz and the cannabis. Hear the secrets of the green rush from the dreamers who are writing the rules, innovating business, and changing history forever. Immerse yourself with the fascinating stories from the leaders in the hemp health revolution to learn how we are changing the game. Now here's your hosts, James Brinkerhoff and Sonia Gomez. What's up, guys? Sonia Gomez coming to you from Denver, Colorado. I am super excited to be here on another episode of the Hemp Revolution podcast, where we are telling and sharing the stories of the incredible entrepreneurs, some of which are boss babes, just like our guests today, who are pushing this incredible industry forward. Um, For those of you who are looking for products that you can depend on, on to deliver the results that you are looking for, go ahead and check us out at medicalsecrets.com for our favorite recommended products. And if you are a business owner or budding entrepreneur trying to make your way into this space or having to break through the glass ceilings or inevitable bottlenecks and challenges that come along with this incredible industry, check us out at theemeraldcircle.com for tips, tricks, tools, resources, and relationships that you can use to grow quickly and successfully in this space. In today's episode, we will be talking with Deborah Mueller, an owner of Down to Earth Wellness in Keyport, New Jersey, former music industry professional who left that industry to pursue a career in the cannabis space after watching so many people destroyed from prescription and street narcotic drugs. She herself was also sharing will also be sharing a story of her own transformation as she was also over medicated as a child being diagnosed with hyperactive disorder at age eight and has practiced natural medicine most of her life in her pursuit and own personal um, journey to recovery here to share her incredible story of business ownership and recovery and her advocacy and passion for helping others in her community is Miss Deborah Mueller. How you doing, Deborah? Good. How are you? I'm doing amazing. I'm so happy to have another boss babe on the line with us today. <laughs> I like that boss babe. <laughs> <laughs> Um, why don't you, you know, intros are all good and well, why don't you just take a moment and share with us a little bit about who you are, where are you from and how you ended up in the cannabis and hemp space? Well, I am from New Jersey, born and bred. Um, I have lived other places in the country, but New Jersey's like the black hole. It just sucks you back in. Um, <laughs> Every time I move, I'm like, I can't live here. They don't have this or they don't have that. And I wind up coming home. Um, Mostly I'm here now because of my parents. Um, I want to, I live very close to them a few blocks away and I want to make sure that they're okay. Um, So I won't be leaving anytime soon. Um, I was a music industry professional for 25 years. I worked with a lot of names you probably know and a lot of names you probably don't know. Um, Conventions. Guitar amp shows. I was the director of A&R for a guitar amp company. I was also an artist manager and traveled the world, had a blast, and 
then I got older <laughs> and my band and my band started calling me band mom. <laughs> and I was like, yep, I'm not cool anymore. Time to go. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> um, but um, there were other directions. I, there were other things that were pulling me in this direction. Um, it wasn't just music industry burnout, which was definitely part of it. Um, I've always been into natural healing. Um, as a child, I was diagnosed as hyperactive at eight years old. Um, immediately, they were like, put her on medication. So they put me on Ritalin. And I was on that for four years. And it gave me nerve damage in my hands, which, believe it or not, CBD has actually fixed. Um, I used to have shakes. My hands would shake all the time. And since I started taking CBD, it stopped. It's, I, I didn't even notice it until one day I was, I went to show someone that I have nerve damage from it and my hand wasn't shaking. Um, that's the thing I love about CBD. The little things you don't even notice that are going on behind the scenes, um, that it does for your body. Uh, but at growing up, I just, had a very bad taste in my mouth when it came to doctors. When I was 16, they tried to put me on Adderall. I took that one day and I was like, nope, not taking this. Unfortunately, that became later into me self-medicating with other substances, some marijuana, some other substances over the years, mm -hmm. um, trying to keep my ADD under control or ADHD. Actually, it is. It didn't even exist. That did not, that, that moniker did not exist when I was diagnosed. Um, that came much later, but I did a lot of research over the years, um, and mostly from other countries because our country really wasn't researching it. They were just producing drugs to uh, sedate all the kids. They just want them sedated. And one of the things that I found was amino acids, and I started taking those 20 years ago, and it changed my life in three days. It was wow. amazing. The, I was able to think clearly. Um, my brain wasn't all over the place. I started sleeping better. Um, a lot of the research I had done from other countries, what they had said is most people that have ADHD or ADD, we don't produce enough amino acids in our bodies, which is what causes it. Um, and read about it, started taking them, and huge difference. Then come three years ago, add CBD, and complete difference. <laughs> total laser focus now. I love that. So, love, yeah, love, it love. really, yeah, it really, really helped a lot. And like I said, got rid of my shakes from my, from my nerve damage. I mean, my hands used to shake so bad that people were like, oh my God. Um, I was afraid of Parkinson's. My grandmother had Parkinson's. I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to have Parkinson's. I don't shake anymore. I haven't had any problems, but Natural medicine has always been something I'm into. I have to be on my death dying bed for me to go near a doctor. Um, my Bible book is called Prescription for Nutritional Healing. I've had three versions of this book. The other two are falling apart. I just bought a new one. Um, it is by Phyllis Balch and James F. Balch, MD. They have a book where whenever I, something's going on, I open up the book. It tells me what I need to go get, and I go get it and take it, and I'm fine. I swear by natural remedies. In fact, in the music business, artists, when they were on tour, if they got sick, would call me up and go, Everybody on the everybody's getting the flu on the bus. What do we need to do? I would give them a list, grocery list of things to go to the supermarket and buy and how to make concoctions. 
And they would call me up and go, you're a miracle. Everybody's better now. And it's so much better than taking all those chemicals that you would buy in a, in a regular drugstore. So when I decided to leave the music business, I was kind of trying to figure out what I wanted to be when I grew up um, <laughs> at age 50, at age 54. Um, and I was like, wow, I've always been into this and it's what I really am passionate about. I'm going to go open a store. Luckily, I have a friend of mine who is a distributor for um, in Kentucky who uh, works with CBD and um, and he works with a lot of smoke shop products, but he was doing smoke shops first. He got into CBD in 2014 when they first legalized it for growing. He's gone through the, the process with a lot of the plants out there that are making it. He's very, very picky about what he will distribute. He visits every plant. He checks out their processing. He checks out their sourcing, everything. He tastes every gummy. He will not carry gummies that taste bad. <laughs> He's really super picky. And he was a really good mentor to me. And uh, I called him about working for him, actually, as a salesperson. And he was like, you don't need to come work for me. He said, go open your own store. He goes, you will be fantastic at this. So two months later, I went out, I found a store, and I opened it. I well, two that. months later, I found the store. I opened the store two months, three months after that, because we had to remodel the store um, and decided that I wanted to do a boutique CBD store. I wanted something that wasn't a smoke shop and not that I have anything against smoke shops because I vape, but I know that older people are not comfortable going into them and they're not comfortable talking to the guy behind the counter with the neck tattoo and the nose ring. They're just not. Um, I get it. I understand it. I mean, I have no problem with it personally, but I know how older people are because my mother and father are older. Um, so I wanted a place that they felt comfortable coming into that was that had a completely di different atmosphere and was more boutique. And that's exactly the direction I went in. Amazing. And so far, so far successful. I love that. And you've been in business for just about a year. Uh-huh. And it was a year yours. September 21st. Congratulations. Amazing. The first year is always the toughest. Forbes says that eight out of 10 businesses are going to fail in their first year. Not you. As a matter of fact, today you are celebrating something pretty special. Why don't you share what you're celebrating? I got a envelope in the mail out of nowhere stating that I had won Reader's Choice Award for best holistic care in my county in New Jersey. And I live in one of the biggest, most populated counties in New Jersey. I live on the Jersey shore. Um, so it was quite shocking. Um, I was voted one of the best uh, in a category with chiropractors and acupuncturists, um, which I thought was pretty fun. I just found that out today when I got the, when I picked up the newspaper, uh, they don't tell you who's, who else was in your category. Um, but we won best, uh, best of the best holistic care. That's so incredible. Congratulations. And what a great accomplishment to get that kind of recognition from your community. Talk to me a little bit about the um, energy or experience that one can expect when they come into your store. First of all, tell everybody what the name of your store is and then what they can expect or what you specialize in when somebody walks through the door. 
Well, I wanted to, I wanted the name of the store not to have something that didn't just have CBD in it because I did not plan on making CBD the total focus of my store. What the total focus of my store was more of a holistic wellness. Um, so the name of my store is Down to Earth Wellness. Um, I do focus mostly on CBD at this time. I have other things that I'm doing in the store, like I have a 40 by 40 courtyard in the back that I use to grow herbs and um, I had a vegetable garden back there this year. Next year, we were testing it this year to see how the soil is back there. So I knew how much work I had to do. And it turned out the soil's great. I'm going to be teaching gardening classes. And um, because I truly believe we have an entire generation out there that's going to starve to death if, they, if supermarkets ever close. <laughs> because yeah, no, they have I no idea. I agree. They have no idea how to grow their own food. No, they don't. And it's crazy to me. I'm like, I'm a failure because I grew up with my parents growing an acre garden. Um, and like literally the majority of our food came from the garden. And if we were hungry, we snapped a chicken's neck right off and ate that bird. And it, you know, went and picked strawberries and got veggies for dinner from the, um, you know, from the garden. And today I'm like, I kill a tomato plant. Like I cannot, I can't keep the thing alive. My husband, on the other hand, has got a green thumb and has been growing anything from cannabis to cucumbers for, you know, as long as I can, as long as he can ever remember. So I'm like, I have got to teach one of these four kids, if not all four kids, how to dig a hole and grow a seed. Like this is mandatory. Yeah, and they really, really, I'm, I'm, I'm afraid for them. God forbid the electrical grid ever goes down. What are they going to do? There's be no manufacturing. They're not going to, they're not going to how to take care of themselves. I do canning as well. Like I want to teach, I want to teach people how to make homemade pickles. Homemade pickles are great for your digestion. They're really easy to make. I could probably teach a class on how to make them in less than an hour. That's how easy they are to make. So and, fun. Yeah, but in order to do that, the Board of Health is telling me I have to put a lot of equipment in here to use a food processor about the size of a shoebox. Um, so that's been put on hold until we got past this first year. Now I'm going to start expanding into doing these things. I do have classes at my store, though. I do do CBD education classes. Um, I have crocheting classes. I've had candle making. I've had chiropractors come in who practice um, uh Chinese massage and they use CBD oil to do it or CBD massage oil or bombs or creams or paint, depending on the person. They also use chakra beds, which are awesome. Um, I just had my first experience on that and I thought it was amazing. It works with vibration in your body. I had a hip, my hip was bothering me that day and I laid on the table and she typed in hip and 10 minutes later I walked off and I felt great. It's just amazing to me. So anything that has to do with holistics, I let come into my store. Love that. I love that you're taking a more uh, total approach um, rather than just focusing on one thing. Because in my opinion, and it's just an opinion, but my opinion in my years of being in, involved with this industry and watching trends, you know, accelerate and then dissipate is, um, is, you know, CBD is an ingredient. THC is an ingredient. And when... right. Have to look at lifestyle as a whole and what 
kind of self-aware choices we are making on a daily basis to contribute to our wellness and to our balance. CBD in itself is not enough to achieve homostasis with an endocannabinoid system. And I think a lot of folks are using big buzzwords rather than really having the core of the education, which is you have to be approaching things from, you know, the, every angle. Yeah. From every angle. And you have to have to have a true understanding of like, you know, what your, what your digestive digestive system is doing and how it's contributing to your health and well being or immune system. What oh, well, I tell people your gut is your other, is the other brain in your body. If your gut is not right, then you are not right. Actually, I have a great story about that is 30, was it 30 years ago or t- probably 25 years ago, there was a store here called uh, Nature's Way, and it was in a town called Red Bank. And it was the only store of its kind around here at that time. It was very holistic. It was uh, vegetarian. Before even anybody was talking about veganism, it was vegetarian. Um, Everything was very holistic. That's where I learned about that book, Prescription of Natural Healing. I had hives on my back that were so bad. I went to doctors. They tried steroids. They tried allergy pills. They tried shots. They tried everything. These hives would not go away. I walked into the store as a last resort, saw that book, and it was on a pedestal in the store. And I started to look through it. And the girl who owned the store, her name was Sherry, um, came up to me and she said, can I help you? And I was like, I have hives so bad and I just don't know how to get rid of them. And she said, well, how bad are they? And I lifted up the back of my shirt and she goes, oh, that bad. I was like, yeah. And I've had them for three weeks and I'm going insane. I don't know what to do. So she goes, I know how to fix you right up. And she took me over to a case and she got me powdered acidophilus. And then she brought me over to another uh, display and gave me sulfur tablets. And she goes three times a day in water with the acidophilus. She goes one teaspoon and eight ounces of water three times a day and four times a day with the sulfur tablets. In three days, my hives were gone and they've never come back ever. And she was amazing. And that's how she got me hooked. She got me hooked. I was like, she did that when all these doctors were using me like a pincushion and a guinea pig for anything that they wanted to stick in me and nothing was working. And it blew my mind how knowledgeable she was and seriously changed my life. And unfortunately, she passed away from cancer a few years back. And I was very sad to hear that. Um, But yeah, it was, I mean, there's so many things that you can do out there. So when my customers come in and they complain, well, I have arthritis and I have all this joint pain. I'm like, well, how much sugar are you eating? Sugar has a big, big impact on your body. And I'm like, you can do the CBD and it's going to help, but there's other changes that you need to make. And, you know, most of them are open and receptive to it once they see that it starts to work for them. It's changing the mindset right now. That's part of the problem. Yeah, well, I think it has to do a lot with education. And I was just having this conversation earlier today with some colleagues who are, you know, extremely successful in online marketing and are interested in entering into this space. And they were asking me, you know, what do you think the biggest challenge is or what is your opinion of recreational use of, let's say, um, you know, mushrooms or, um, or cannabis or hemp or any of these things that are, you know, a huge buzz in um in uh the industry right now right in the in the conversation around health and my opinion is 
it's all good and well, like God bless mother nature and all of her medicines. And if we don't have the proper education or direction or information, um, when we're making these choices or, you know, testing, um, testing out different ways to approach our health and well-being overall, it's pretty much a crab shoot, you know, and we feel just, even though like, let's look at the prescription industry for a moment compared to holistic health. Why is one better than the other? Well, in the, in, when you go to get a prescription, you spend seven minutes on average in the office with a doctor, God bless the doctor. They only have so much time in the day and everybody needs and wants their help, you know, but in that seven minute time, can they really get a full scope or scale of what's actually happening for you before they make a recommendation to serve the, the one chief complaint symptom that you come in there with? No, they're just prescribing and, you know, doing what they think is best for you in that moment without really getting a full picture. Now, when it comes to holistic health, you know, if, if you've ever gone to, and, and please tell me if you agree with this or not, but if you've ever gone to a holistic doctor of any sort, they take a pretty considerable amount of time talking you through. I mean, the intake forms are absurd. They want to know about your lineage, your background, your, you know, what was happening six months ago? Are you having a period? Did you fart today? It's like so many fucking questions questions that you're just like, almost don't want to answer them. You know, it's so exciting. Right. But by the time you get in the office, they're re- they're spending that time with you 45 minutes or more actually talking through these things more effectively. And then they give you a, you know, packet full of, um, holistic remedies or supplements to take and, you know, teas to drink and all of this stuff. And you're like, oh my God, it's overwhelming. But at least they took the time to understand who you are and what's actually happening for you. But for some... Unlike my mother's doctor who used to walk in the door smiling, go, here you go, you need more pills, here you go. And have your prescription. Yeah, exactly. And I was just going to say that like people are looking for a fast fix. They just want the relief, right? So when it comes down to it, they're just asking the question, will this work for me? And why should I pick this more over aspirin, Advil, or the other things that are in the orange bottles? And for some reason, we have more faith in a seven minute meeting than we do in a 45 minute meeting. And, you know, the, the regimen that somebody lays out. And I'm really curious about that. You know, are we as human beings looking for the fast fix or do we in fact want to be, and do we want to be well now and forever or for, for a long time? I, I tend to think in society today, everybody wants everything fast. They don't, I mean, I have to explain to people when I'm selling them oil, this is not going to work overnight. And I teach them how to take it properly. I don't, I tell them, do not read the box. I have cards printed in my store that have instructions on them on microdosing and how to start low and slowly increase so that you're not wasting the oil and that you're giving your endocannabinoid system a chance to wake up and then you feed the system. And people are not doing that in other places. And what's making me really angry about that is they're, they're either selling junk oil or they're not telling people how to take it properly. They're going to, it's making them tired and lethargic and they stop taking it because they think it doesn't work. Right. And it's all, it's all about education. If you're going to be in this business, you need to educate people while you're in this business as well. 
It isn't just walk in. Like I know smoke shops. I've had people tell me they walked into a smoke shop and they would ask the guy, well, how much do I take? And he's like, I don't know, man, read the box. It's like, no, you don't, you don't sell something like this to someone and tell them that. Yeah. No, you know? thank you. Yeah. It's, it's just, it's scary out there. It's scary. Yeah. It's a scary, it's very scary out there right now. And well, I warn was- people. Go ahead. What's I warn them all the time. I warn people all the time. You've got to be very careful where you get your oil from. Hemp is a, um, what is it called? The bio matrix plant. It takes whatever's in the soil and it goes into the, it goes into the plant. Yeah. So if you're, if your hemp was grown on toxic soil, you got toxic hemp. Mm-hmm. You need to be super careful where your hemp was grown. And then you need to be super careful how it was processed. You've got people processing this in their bathtub with ethanol and then selling yeah. it. <laughs> and people are like, they don't know any better. They don't know any better. They're, you know, I've got a lot of people that come in here and super open-minded. And then I'll have hus- wives who come in with their husbands who sit on my, I have a bench that I have right across from my register for people to sit down and I let them try out my pain creams and bombs and salves before they buy them. Um, so the husband, I call it the husband bench. They sit there with a scowl on their face until their wife mentions, oh, my husband's got near back pain. And I'm like, well, here, try this bomb and see how it works for you. I'm like, you know, you can go shop around town and come back in an hour if it worked and buy it if you like. They always come back. <laughs> um, they always come back and go, oh, my God. <laughs> um, but no one's educating anybody about it. And that's what scares me. People yeah, are going was, into. That was my main. We have a huge. Yeah, we have a huge supermarket chain here that's selling it. And I went over there to go check out and see what they were carrying. And their their CBD had chamomile and, and ginkgo and like a laundry list of, of ingredients that did not need to be in there. And the only reason I think that they're doing that is because they're, they're ingredients that people recognize. Mm-hmm. So they wouldn't feel weird about buying it. But I had people that bought it and told me it didn't do anything for them. Yeah, well, the active milligrams is in the bottle is not the same as what the label says. And I think that that's one of the main challenges and why we focus so much on the education side is the fact that we are, you know, and this is my response to my friend when he was asking me about like mushrooms and hemp and cannabis and living in a state that just lets you do whatever the fuck. And I was like, listen, I'm all good. Like God bless mother nature's remedies. But if we don't have some education around how to properly use them what good is it for us or our kids anyways, you know what? Else? Or, and, and, and it can hurt you if you don't have the right education, yeah. just because it's natural doesn't mean it can't hurt you. Yeah, exactly. And you know, what was so crazy. I was like, I, I was actually just talking to my 17 year old about this. And I'm like, He's an avid athlete, football star, blah, blah, blah. Great student. I'm really super lucky um, that he's not like me. And because uh, I was just. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's why I didn't have children. My mother wished four of me on me. And I was like, nope, yeah, not I'm doing good. it. <laughs> yeah, I'm not good. So I'm like really super blessed that he's, you know, a, just an amazing kid. And he's the oldest of four. And I was asking him, I'm like, cool. So like you know, do you want to talk about it? Like, what's up? Do you use cannabis? Like, do you, you know, are you trying any of this other stuff? Like, let's just talk about it a little bit. And he's just like, 
it's hardly even fun anymore because it's just everywhere. Like anyone can get it. Anyone can do it. And I thought to myself, like, you know what? You're absolutely right. Half the fun, more than half the fun was the rebellious part of it. The rebellious part of it, of being like, yeah, mom, I'm going to go to the mall. Just kidding. You know, somebody who was five years older than me was picking me up and we were going to go and, you know, get munchies and sit in the park and smoke weed. Like that's what we were going to do. Yeah, exactly. You know where I noticed that? In Europe. When I traveled in Europe, I was in Portugal. They have no drinking age in Portugal, but they frown very highly on drunkenism. They don't like drunks. So people there are not drunks. But you can drink it. As long as you can see above the bar, you could drink there. But they don't. They just don't. And I was I was shocked when I saw that. And it's the same thing. If you make something a taboo, every rebel and their brother is going to want it. Yeah. I know and I did. <laughs> I, oh, hell yeah. My, they, my, I stopped smoking marijuana a long time ago. Um, when I smoked marijuana, there was about maybe 10 different strains. <laughs> It was Panama Red, Colombian Gold, Red Haired Sense, Maui Wowie, uh, Chocolate Thai. There were, you know, there were 9,000 different strains of weed. To me now, it's so confusing. Oh my God, it's alien weed. Like you can't walk in anywhere and feel like it's normal. It's not. It's No, and I... (laughs) Yeah, and that was in the 70s. So when the 80s rolled around and things started getting generically green, I remember trying it again in my 20s. I was so paranoid. I sat in the corner and thought everybody was going to kill me. I was like, nope, this ain't fun. (laughs) Not enjoying this at all. Yeah, this is not the choice for the 80s, for sure. Um, No, it was... No, there were other things going on in the 80s that were a lot more fun. <laughs> I love it. And well, the 90s. Yeah. <laughs> and just, the early 2000s. <laughs> yeah. It was just a roller coaster of goodness all over the place. Um, it really me, was. <laughs> let me ask you this, because I'm, I'm super curious all the time um, around, you know, what it actually takes. And I get asked this question a lot. What does it actually take? What do you have to know? What are the challenges? What am I up against when starting my own business? So I'd love to hear from your perspective and and opening your own retail store. What were some of the challenges that you faced that maybe you weren't expecting when getting started? Well, when I first started and I had approached my friend about being a salesperson for him, um, I had already started studying. And when he finally talked me into opening my own store, I did nothing for six months. I would not open this store because I will not sell something that I do not know. Um, I would, I can't sell something I do not know or I don't believe in. So I immediately started living, breathing, eating CBD 24 hours a day, seven days a week. That's all I did was read. If I wasn't reading on my computer or my laptop, I was on my phone. I had alerts on all the new articles that came in, um, all the new studies, um, getting mind blown by all of that. It was amazing. Um, and um, we have a customer coming in. Um, but study, 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 study. Amazing. Well, I don't want to keep you too long, but I do want to ask you, what is your... Um, what is your pieces of advice? If you could give three pieces of advice to somebody who was wanting to get started in this space, what would it be? Um, 
Hmm. Education. Definitely education. Know your area. Know what you're appealing to. I have a lot of middle-aged people in the area that I live in. Um, I also have a lot of young people in the area. Um, know your market. Definitely know your market. Um, the other thing would be don't try to follow everything everybody else. Think outside the box. I did. I didn't go straight for the smoke shop thing. I went in a completely different direction. And it's serving you well. I'm so, so happy about your success and congratulations. I just will throw in a little bit because in the segment, I call it words of wisdom. So I'll just throw in a little piggyback on our words of wisdom here. Um, For those of you guys who are just getting started in this space, I have to uh, absolutely 100% agree that knowing your market is probably the best thing that you can do. And I recently had a client who was frustrated with the process of going through identifying the avatar because it was just taking hour beyond hour beyond hour, you know, coaching call after coaching call to identify who we were working with. And the fact of the matter is, is that sometimes it takes a year, but the percentage rule is if you spend 80% of your time on planning and 20% on execution, you cut once and measure twice, right? Similar philosophy. And if you don't do it in that order, you're going to end up having to go back and recut and recut and recut. And pretty soon you're going to be out of time, out of money and out of energy and resources. Um, plus people who want to be in support of that. So really, really get laser focused on who you want to serve, what problem you want to solve and with what you want to solve that problem. Sometimes it's not a one size fits all, which takes me to my second point. You have to tailor your offer to fit the problem and the person that you want to solve that problem for. If you just try and create a Me Too product, you're going to have a Me Too result, and it's usually not going to be a good one. All of the things have already been created, but how are you going to make it unique to you and your marketplace? The final thing that I'll share with you guys is that marketing is mandatory. Everybody wants to get out there and do things. You can grow to a certain extent, but in order to truly scale and hit those incredible numbers that everybody's hearing so much about on the internet, you have to effectively market your company. And you cannot do that in normal channels right now, unless you know a girl like me and not to do my own horn, but we have mastered the art of building and engaging massive audiences begging to buy your stuff. And it's all about how you communicate with people based off of the actions that they are taking. So do not underestimate the power of marketing. Find somebody who can help you achieve your goals by automating a marketing system that helps you to capture your ideal customer, connect with them authentically, and convert them effortlessly and automatically into a sale for you. And never never forget that you are the only one you are one in seven billion. So what you do, what you think, what how you do, what the way that you do things is unique to you. And that is valuable and so, so precious and needed in, in uh, this industry. So thank you. And I am just so honored to meet you. Um, Deborah, thank you so much for the incredible business that you are running and this community that you are serving. What are some final words that you can share with our viewers? I would like people to educate themselves about this. I think a lot of people are, I've noticed a lot of things on television that are, that mind blow me how bad they are. Um, there's news, news stations that are reporting, um, that are reporting misinformation. I had one station here in New York that was calling, um, CBD oil marijuana. 
They were saying the bottle obviously said hemp extract on it that was on the screen, but they kept saying marijuana. They don't understand the difference between hemp and marijuana. They're both cannabis. They're different species. Um, I think people need to do more reading, do the research. There are websites out there that end in .org that have real information. They're, they're nonprofits. They go out there. They gather information for you, like your website, for instance. We need people out there that are educating people. I would, I would definitely advise everybody take the time to do the research because there's a, I've been on phone calls with doctors. One of the things that I wanted to educate myself about is how does this interact, interact with medications? I have an elderly mother. She's on certain meds that she has to take. I found out that there's an enzyme in your liver called CYP450 that CBD can possibly inhibit from functioning properly. Medications use that enzyme to, metas- to metabolize so that they work. And that enzyme is also responsible for taking um, toxins from medications out of your blood. So if that enzyme doesn't work, you can get a toxin- toxic buildup in your liver. Um, when I found that out, floored me. I was so happy that I found it out because a lot of my customers are elderly. They're on medications. I would have been mortified, devastated had any of them gotten sick from something I sold them. And the doctors had told us when we spoke to them, and these were doctors, by the way, that we were educating about CBD on a phone call, and they wound up educating us about this, that you can't take CBD within two hours of any medication. Most medications use CYP450 enzyme to metabolize. And I went online and I looked it up, and sure enough, it's true. So... People need to educate themselves about this. I, it's got so many good beneficial uses. This industry is so beneficial to people. I worked in big pharma. I worked for Merck. I worked for Shearing. I worked for Quest Diagnostics um, before I was in the music business. I actually left, left IT to go into the music business, but I worked in all those companies. I saw how they operate. And in my opinion, they don't care about people. They don't. They care about money. They care about dollars. So if I had to give anybody advice, educate yourself. Yeah, such, such powerful, such powerful advice. And, and I, you know, I really appreciate the time I can tell that you have put into educating yourself. And again, the work that you're doing in your community, I have to say it starts at one person at a time. And whether that's local or on the internet, however you choose to build your business, it is totally and completely up to you on how big of an impact that you want to make. And what I know as a business owner is that the income you're generating is a direct reflection of the impact that you are making in your community with your clients. So thank you for having just a cut above approach to how you're serving the people of your community. It's incredible. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. And congratulations on your incredible accomplishment. And, and um, I hope for many more years of that type of acknowledgement, I'd love to continue to follow your journey. And this will be um, all of your social media handlings and all of your websites will be included inside of the blog here. But why don't you go ahead and tell our viewers where they can find you if they'd like more information or connect with you or pick up any of the products that you recommend. Um, my website is very basic right now. I've thought about doing a store, but as you know, processing on the internet when you're selling CBD is not an easy thing. Um, 
So as of now, it's just a simple website that describes our store and some of the things and has a calendar of classes and things that I do occasionally. Um, it's a down to earth wellness and it's down the numeral two earthwellness.com. And then I'm also on Facebook at down to earth wellness NJ. And I'm on Instagram at down to earth wellness NJ. Amazing. We will include all of those social handlings right inside of this blog here. And for those of you who are listening in on today's episode, thank you so much for being a part of this incredible community. If you want more information on how you can get in touch with products that you can trust to deliver the results you're looking for, check us out on medicalsecrets.com. And if you are a budding entrepreneur, make sure that you check us out on the emeraldcircle.com to make sure that you get connected with the resources, relationships, tools, tips, and tricks that you need to grow in this inevitably amazing but challenging industry. I'm your hostess with the most is Sonia Gomez. This is our lady boss, Miss Deborah Mueller. And I'm so excited to see you guys on our next episode of the Hemp Revolution podcast. We'll see you guys there. Thanks for listening to this episode. We took notes on this episode for you, along with all the links and resources mentioned in the episode. Get them free on the show notes page here at www.medicalsecrets.com. If you love this show and our content, please subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you really want to help us get the message out there, please rate, review, and tell all your friends. With your help, we can continue to reach the world with our message. And until next time, we hope you join the hemp revolution. And we challenge you to dream big and love the life you live.